0: From Relay FM, this is the Pen Addict episode 147. Today's show is brought to you by MashDrop, Bushel, and Dudek Modern Goods. My name is Mike Hurley, and I am joined, as always, by the one and only Mr. Brad Dowdy. What's up, mate? Hey, man. How you doing? Good. How are you? I am very well, sir. I am very, very well indeed.
1: Yeah, I saw some uh, fancy pictures of you uh, earlier this week. Had a, a relay. FM Upgrade podcast meetup in in your fine, uh, fine town of London with uh, Mr. Snell. I, it looked like y'all had a great time.
0: Yeah, that was a lot of fun. That was an awful lot of fun. Uh, that's why we're recording a little bit late this week. Um, yeah,
1: yeah. So uh, Mike, uh, Mike is now uh, so famous that I can't get him onto a regular podcasting schedule. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. this week's episode is two days behind and next week episode is going to record... What, four days early?
0: <laughs> yeah, but we won't be releasing that until until yeah. Monday as normal. But you um get it till Monday. I met a couple of pan addicts at the meetup. That's hilarious. yeah There are That's, a couple of pan addicts there. We're
1: everywhere, man. Yep. You can't shake us. I know the rest the rest of the relay crew really has no concept of what happens on this podcast, but we're we're everywhere. Fear
0: us. That's the way I like to keep
1: it. Yeah, fear the pan addicts. Yeah.
0: This is our show. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right, so let's get into it. We got a, a lot of good topics to discuss today, and the very first thing I want to start out with is something that I think is very important to the community um, as a whole. And when I say that, you know, I'm talking about all the the pen and paper fans, the people that read the pen act, the people, you know, that are you know listen to the Raceable podcast, all of the bloggers, everyone who's made stuff on Kickstarter. We're one big happy family, and I, I like it that way. That's the best part about this community. We all are aware of each other. We all help each other out. And there was a bit of a tragedy in the family, um, if you will, this past weekend. The um, the house and workshop of Mr. Huckleberry Woodchuck, who y'all have all probably heard uh, us mention before. I've certainly mentioned on the podcast And uh, I know he's big in like the Field Nuts group and, um, you know, in different other and and on the Erasable group because he makes uh, bullet pencils. He also was part of the Bullet Pencil Kickstarter with uh, Metal Shop CT. So that was part of that whole Kickstarter. Jay's house burned down. And what his partner, John, at Metal Shop, they were the partners in the Kickstarter for the Bullet Pencil. They're putting together a basically a raffle um, to help raise funds to help Jay out in this time and, you know, being in this community and just seeing the, the, uh, reach that, you know, we have, I wanted to point that out and point everyone to, um, what John is trying to do for Jay. So we'll have a link in the show notes. You can hit it. He's, has uh, got most of the information on Facebook right now, but if you don't have a Facebook account, just uh, ping me and I can get you all the information, but they're just asking for $5, uh, raffle entries, you can PayPal them to John. The information will be in there. And there's lots of uh, cool stuff in there, like some of the bullet pencils that they made for Kickstarter. Um, our friend Dan at Karis Customs is in on it. Dudeck Modern Goods is in on it. Um, a bunch of the Field Nuts are donating the rare uh, Field Notes Editions. I've just talked to John. Knox going to be donating some stuff. So I just want to point this out because this is this is the best part about this community is you can have these conversations. And we all... We all know, you know, we may not have had, you know, this tragedy strike us, but we all understand how great the people are in this community and to be able to at least shine a shine a little light on someone, you know, in a time of need like this, you know, I'm more than happy to do. And, um, you know, I definitely want to be part of this and uh, helping Jay get back on his feet. So I just wanted to point that out and uh, we'll have all that information in the show notes, which you can get at relay.fm forward slash pen addict forward slash 147.
0: All right. I'm, I'm so, donating right now.
1: Yes, and I will be as, as well. I just finished uh, talking with John right before we got online and he's got some pictures up of the knock stuff now on the page. So so that's a very very good cause and uh very happy to, to help out. So Although even I, if it's just a little bit
0: I just donated and I wasn't paying attention to the currency, so now they're not gonna be able to work out how many entries I want. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Way to go. Way to go. But that's fine. So as awesome and as great feeling as, you know, hopefully trying to help out someone in our community, we're going to go to the opposite extreme right out the gate, Mike, in one of the most egregious, <laughs> um, gaudy, mm, Stallone-ish pen products I've ever seen introduced, and this is the Montagrappa Multi Fountain Pen. So this bad boy was launched last week. I got the link, as did a bunch of other bloggers. Um, Got the link to what is doing. Uh, Montegrappa is the the home of the Stallone uh, fountain pen that we've made fun of many times. And I wanted to mention this because it's really cool in that it holds four separate ink cartridges in a chamber. It looks like a revolver chamber um, on a gun, like a six-shooter. And these cartridges pop in there and you can flip through the cartridges. It gives you a special cleaning syringe to clean out the ink in the nib before you swap to a different color or like in the blog post, they say, you know, or you can just let the ink run through and you get these nice shadings and whatever, do whatever. And you scroll down and you scroll down, you're looking, you're like, you know, I mean, it's kind of ugly. It looks, it does look like a lightsaber hilt, I guess, if you will. Is that the right term? The handle? Yeah. Um, it it really does look like a lightsaber handle. So it's kind of fancy looking. It's really interesting with the four cartridges. And then you scroll and you scroll and you scroll. And it's $10,000. Oh, <laughs> they're only making a hundred of them.
0: Um, it looks huge.
1: It does look huge. I don't know how you could uh, like really use this. I mean, I guess they'll sell them. I guess they know they they have this market. Um, Montegrappa does for this high end stuff right that's why they make that stallone that St- stallone pin that i think one of the versions is like sixty something thousand one of them's like thirty to something thousand um so yeah this thing looks huge and i don't know it doesn't it's interesting and there's obviously some design work that went into the switching of the cartridges i'll be interested to see if anyone ever can get A hold of one of these and break down that switch right when you're going from ink cartridge to another ink cartridge. I'm more concerned about the ink cartridge, I'm just moving to the unused spot. How does that get sealed so ink doesn't leak? I mean, obviously, they have this you know engineered appropriately, I would assume. Um, oh my gosh, does this thing come with silk gloves in the uh in the box it ships in? I think it does. Really? I'm looking. Hang on, I'm oh. looking at this picture.
0: Oh my yeah. god, it does!
1: It comes with silk gloves. Why? That's amazing. I have no idea, but it's in the presentation box, isn't it? I'm not crazy, right?
0: Yeah, that looks like it. <laughs> Unless that's like I don't know, they sent it to this person because they're reviewing.
1: No, it's like it's like in this whole presentation box. It's it's like in this nice cherry wood finished lined box with the pen and a cleaning cloth. It looks like and. <laughs> a set of gloves. That's that's amazing. If I ever need to purchase a pen that requires a set of gloves, that's probably not the pen for me. Or you can shoot me. One of the two. So, yeah, I want to see this in action. Um. uh Dan Bishop is saying that Dan Smith, who uh, was with Fountain Pen Geeks and now actually works for Kenro, is putting this pen out. Said he's going to do a video on it. So I want to see how this thing works. So it's, it's real and it's alive, but it's also $10,000. So, you know, I think that's, uh, that will never be on the wish list or the grail pen, just because I don't know how functional it will truly be, but, um, it's more of a specialty item. So I guess, I guess for, uh, people who are really into this kind of thing and, and, uh, in that really, really high end market, but not for me, not ever. I certainly can't buy a pen that costs as much as a car. I don't, I don't think. Yeah, no, so, I'm not
0: interested in this.
1: Really? I mean, with the uh, your Relay Fiefdom, um, it's not going to afford you the opportunity to purchase this pen? Or yeah, you're saving for the Stallone pen.
0: I, yeah, I forget. It's, it's Stallone pen or nothing for me. Oh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> well, let's, let's talk about a guy that... Um, I would we, like we want... something like that, though, you know, that huh? like something that I could change the ink with. I think... We might see
1: some attempts. I mean, these things always happen, right? Eventually, there'll be some. I, certainly, someone's thought of this in the past and has come up with some kind of mock-up to try to attempt this, but it's just never been successful. A, you know, we've seen the double, um, the double barrel pens, the double nibbed pens, right, where you can get an ink um, compartment on one on one side and an ink compartment on the opposite side. So there's two separate ink compartments. So you have two nibs. You just flip the nib over, over and you, there you have a two ink multi pens, but I've never seen one with a switcher mechanism and, you know, someone will probably test it out and see. It, it would be nice to just have like a two ink one. That would be good. I don't need four um ink cartridges in a, in a pen. I don't think that would be pretty crazy.
0: So at least not right now. No. In theory, it would be easier to do this if it was just ink, not cartridges. Mm -hmm. You know? I feel like that would be an easier thing to do.
1: Like if you could syringe fill four separate compartments in a pen. Mm
0: -hmm. That definitely feels like a more simple thing. Yeah, it kind of does.
1: So it'll be interesting to see if there's... If someone else tries to push this envelope as well with a, a different design, that's, you know, at least only a sev- several hundred dollars instead of several thousand dollars. But you never know. I, I don't. There's obviously not a huge need need for this, and um, or else you know people would be people would be making them and selling them. You know. Hmm. So, but we we have a buddy that makes and sells stuff. That's a new sponsor of our podcast today that I'm pretty excited about.
0: Yeah. This is this is the best. Um this week's episode of The Pen Addict is proudly brought to you by Dudek Modern Goods. You know these guys because it's this guy, the dude, Mike Dudek of the Clicky Post. He started Dudek Modern Goods because he wanted somewhere elegant and lovely to put his pens. As the dude started listening to this show more and more, I think. I think we can we can take blame for him. Uh, mm-hmm. he's, he started to collect more and more stuff. And he started yeah. looking around to find some good solutions and was just totally stuck. So out of this need for nice places to put nice pens, products like the Cube, the Block, and the Groove were born. Mike is passionate about crafting beautiful yet functional products that will last you a lifetime. All of the Judec Modern Goods products are handmade in Arizona from solid walnut and have a distinct modern and minimal design. Mixed with the rich grain and colour of the walnut, these pieces will earn their place on your desk today and in 30 years from now they're going to look just as good, if not even better. There are six designs in total to choose from with several options to help fit your need. Whether you have larger pens in your collection or you just need a space to hold your pocket notebooks um, or your journal in addition to some fine writing instruments. I remember I wish I knew off the top of my head how long ago it was into this show where me and you received those mystery packages.
1: Yeah, I mean it's a good it's a good while ago. Yeah, it was a year and, and a half. Year and a half ago. Yeah, something like that.
0: I think like in the very first run of the show. Mhm. Mm-hmm. And I was just blown away by this little block that I got with these holes in it. Um, and it's been funny to watch the dude as he's gotten more and more into this stuff and, like, as then the pen holes got wider on all of his stuff, right? Because he started <laughs> buying more fancy pens and it, they weren't, you know, it weren't like pencils or whatever anymore. Now he was having to think about, like, really big, chunky fountain pens and stuff like That's that. right. But the quality of his products are unparalleled. Like, I have, I think, four different... Uh, Dudek Modern Goods products, um, in, including one of the aluminium cubes now. But like we're talking about the wooden stuff that just Mike makes is just incredible. I love the groove, which is the one where you can also throw a couple of field notes in, you know, or a notebook in, which is that's my favourite of his, I think.
1: I, th- I think so, too. I think that's my favourite. I have I have one of those on my desk. I think that's that's my favourite single design.
0: Um, like all of my favourite pens, they only live in these Product like if there is a pen in one of these, it's a favorite if I have a favorite pen, it will be in a dudeck that's that's just simple it's plain fact for me mm-hmm. um the support by like from our community of Dudeck modern goods has just been amazing like and I've seen it, and Mike when we were talking about this was just saying like he he feels that it is a super privilege every time he gets to deliver one of these things to someone, he feels like privileged that he gets to do it because he's like a real person that he had an idea. He enjoyed this stuff and he's now made like a little business out of it. And it's just fantastic. Um, Dudak modern goods, they ship internationally. They have reasonable rates. You have to remember that Walnut is heavy, uh, but mm-hmm. he has shipped to over 20 countries. He ships stuff to me in the past as well. Like it, it will get its way to you as a special promotion for listeners of the pen Addict podcast. You can get yourself 10% off anything at Dudek Modern Goods. You just need to go to uh, they, they has a brand new website as yes. well, which is all part of this. So you just go to do Goods dot com. It's dot com, isn't it? Yes. 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 Goods dot com. That's d u d e k m o d e r n g w o d s Of course we'll have that in the show notes. Go to Modern Goods dot com and use the lovely code that Mr. Jujax prepared for us, which is pen addict, all one word, and you will get yourself 10% off. This is a good looking website we have right here. I'm pleased that he did this, like to split it out into its own little store now.
1: Yeah, I think it was time and, you know, I, I consider Mike a friend and, you know but I don't think we promote his products just because he's our friend. We promote his products because they're good products. I mean, we, I wouldn't put my money where my mouth is in the case of a product if I didn't like it, and, you know, I think, you know, I've earned that trust over the years, and I really, really love these products. You look at um, pictures of my desk, and if I pop them up on Instagram, I think I have four, like you said, uh, four different uh, products that live on my desk as well. And, uh, you know, to get... Uh, to have Mike put up this uh, discount code, and you know, for all the Penac listeners, and get ten percent off—that's a big deal. And you know, just understand that Mike's making these. You know, he's not shipping these off somewhere and having someone ma- manufacture these. You know, Mike's hands have been on been on these, and you know, he puts you know a lot of work and a lot of attention and detail in these products, and and I just love them. Yeah. So, big fan, big fan,
0: huge, huge thanks all right thank you for yes
1: thank you mr dudek all right so the the header of the next link mike is this guy loves pens more than you love anything in the world is it about you you tell me you click it
0: i'm clicking it okay bdcwire.com loading still seeing the headline this guy loves pens more than you love anything in the world oh (laughs) that's a weird picture
1: (laughs) i wanted to i was wondering what you would say so yes it's about me um but the we'll go with fun part of it is the image that they created for this um this is uh, a a terrifying bdc BDC wire which is a a boston.com property um the, um, the author, uh, Jamie Loftus, I've been talking to her on Twitter. She's super nice. She's really funny. I enjoyed talking with her. And she wanted to do just a little tidbit on the pen addict and the um, the community thing. Again, this whole community thing we've got going today. Uh, didn't really didn't really plan on that, but it, it's working out that way. And, um, you know, she just kind of wanted to get a little behind the scenes and how it started. So I just answered some basic questions. You know, if you've listened to this podcast or read my blog a long time, you've heard a lot of these answers. Um, but she wanted to uh, to do this for her for her day job, and uh, yeah, they do this artwork for a lot of the articles. And I was like, "Hey, <laughs> look at that!" It's terrifying, like, Brad. It's yeah.
0: terrifying me looking at it.
1: Yeah, and she's like, "Yeah, it's the Sino DX." I'm like, mm, "That's not what I see. <laughs> that's, I mean, <laughs> that's not that's not my takeaway <laughs> from the picture."
0: <laughs> why are your eyes so small? Why is your why are your gums like that? I don't like it. I'm yeah, happy. Yeah. This looks like a really nice thing that's happened.
1: It is, and it's a really nice article. And she's super nice. And I don't think she has anything to do with the artwork. But that the first time I saw that, I was like, "Whoa, <laughs> what just happened
0: here?" Oh yeah, I can see it. It's they do. So it's it's yeah, a thing for them. They it's do their lots thing. of this weird artwork. Yes,
1: yes. So whoever's doing this has this. Um, style oh, this, if you will it
0: feels like it's being done by somebody in microsoft paint
1: yeah so skip the skip the art skip the artwork and, and head to the article but um like i said it, it's just about you know my background and starting the blog and how i got into pins and things like that stuff i might we've, get uh, this disgust
0: i might get this printed on a t-shirt and arrive in atlanta with it that would be sweet <laughs> oh then i have to look at it i love you <laughs> You're, an, you're a good-looking guy. This is not doing you justice. It's...
1: I didn't expect it to go there, but I appreciate that, Michael.
0: I'm scared. I'm scared by it. I am a little bit. I have to close the tab. I'm... Yeah. So
1: you're going to have nightmares
0: now. Oh, I can't get it out of my mind. But uh, but... I would be, I mean, uh, you know, again, I'm sure you were very, very happy that it did this, but I would be really upset, I think, to see yeah. that. I'd be, I'd be like, yeah. oh, why? Yeah. I
1: didn't know any of that and I, I to be honest and Jamie didn't say anything I'm pretty sure she didn't know. You know, you know how there there's different um groups, you know, and like in the that are in the publishing, you know, someone's going to write the title, someone's going to write do the image, someone's going to put together the article. So I don't know if she had anything to do with it, but I don't care. It's it's so bad it's good. Not really, but it's it's definitely something to talk about, but Anyway, I appreciate Jamie. She was super great to to yeah. work with, and the uh, the anything, artwork was yes a huge surprise.
0: Anything that gets you in front of more people makes me happy. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And uh it it was a it was a good nice conversation we had. So good. <laughs> I wanted to see, I wanted your reaction on that, and that's about what I expected. <laughs> I'm
0: really pleased that I didn't see this until now, though. <laughs> you know, I I can't stop looking at. it. I've had to close it because I would have I would have just looked into that for hours trying to understand oh, my, it a little
1: bit more. My retinas are burning. All right, let's move on. Let's let's get some uh, sweet eye candy going. You you got a sweet pen last week. I'm actually yeah, kind of jealous of this one. I, I will never own this pen, but it's a pretty sexy pen. Tell me about it.
0: Why will you never own it? Uh, just because I'm
1: not a basketball fan that much. Okay. If they had came out with a baseball version, I would buy oh, it. Oh like, yeah, I remember now. Yeah yeah.
0: So yeah, I yeah. It's I just bought, not
1: something I'm gonna use or want in my collection, just because it's just not doesn't fit me. But yeah, talk about what you got.
0: I got a new uh, retro fifty one. It's called the uh, swoosh. Yeah, and it's swish. A, no, it's called. The, um, mm, I think I thought mm. they called it swoosh. You
1: could be right. I don't know. On your Instagram page, it says swish. So I might have written that wrong. Okay,
0: I'm now googling. Googling, googling. There's lots of googling <laughs> but, happening, happening.
1: But regardless, together. it's a sweet basketball-themed retro 51. Yeah, their their um, um, limited edition designs are generally really, really well done, and this one's no exception.
0: Yeah, I'm. Um, I i do not know if it's swish or swoosh, but whatever one it is, it's mm-hmm. it's fantastic. I love it. It's the basketball one. Yeah. Yeah, and and it's got like this. It's not rubbery. It's like acrylicy pl- It's plastic, mm-hmm. but it's got like um a bubble texture like a basketball. yeah
1: it's it's got like the the grip texture for the basketballs except not like leather it's mm-hmm. you know like you said plastic acrylic it just looks so sharp the way they um they did the lines and um and of course it's you know definitely kind of orangish brown so
0: that's always good looking so but this is a big one oh yeah, like it's called large the swish. size one it is called the swish yeah so yeah it's it's Well, like the height of the pen is the same, but it's like, did you ever have the bamboo one? No. So the bamboo one is slightly bigger, but I don't think it's the XL.
1: It's the the Big Shot that they call it. Yeah,
0: Big Shot. I don't know if it's Big Shot sized, Mm -hmm. um, but it is just physically bigger this one
1: than compared to the Tornado. Yeah.
0: Okay. And I think it's because um, they're using like a different material and like a different kind of like a process to make it all bubbly i suppose
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so need need a little extra room yep. room to to deliver the sweet design it looks awesome and it has so you, have you,
0: the top of it as is a basketball Ah, oh, nice like under the acrylic <laughs>
1: cool I, I like those little extra touches yeah on um on the top of the caps that they do so it always looks good so oddly enough you and i took very similar photos of some of the new stuff that we got i threw it on my uh on my laptop just right before we we started i got two new pins in
0: before you do spoke before yeah, you yeah, do i got yeah. my field notes oh good
1: let's hear about that i didn't hear about i didn't uh i didn't realize that so tell me so this is the two rivers
0: version yeah the two rivers i've only gotten my subscription package so far not the extras mm-hmm. that i bought um so i have more craft like i just have like a box full of them now because i renewed mm-hmm. my subscription so they sent the 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 craft I wish there was a way – I might suggest this to them Mm – to ask to not receive those. Yeah, we've talked about this before. When you resubscribe, because I'm never going to use them. I already have – I have more field notes than I could ever use, and then I have the craft ones as well. Um, Maybe they do it, like, because then I'll give them away. I don't know.
1: Yeah, that's what I do. I have a – I keep a a stash that I give away. Like, if I know if I'm going to meet somebody – to talk about something. doesn't have to be pen stuff or whatever. Someone that's not really into this type of stuff, I'll always bring some extras um, to give away, and those are perfect for that.
0: You're like the Candyman or something. Yeah,
1: definitely. First taste is free. <laughs> um,
0: So, yeah, I, I, I wish I didn't get as but I, I really... These are just stunningly beautiful, aren't they? They're just really, really, really beautiful.
1: Yeah, I think it's pretty much a knockout, Um, this one. One of my favorite, um, one of my favorites in a while, for sure. I haven't put it to use yet. I've still got, I got half of, about half of a day game, and then I'm gonna go into one of these. Um,
0: I think what I love most about them is you don't know what they say on them.
1: Yeah, yeah. You have to like, it's so hard of, to work it out, like what they could possibly say on them. Yeah, you can figure out like what's on physically letter pressed onto yours but it's only partial of the whole print right
0: i i do have one here which has a beautiful hamilton wood type printing museum logo right on it
1: i've seen a picture of one of those and i thought that looked really good i don't have one of those though not that i'm aware of i hadn't opened them all but so the real question that field nuts want to know is how many yellow notebooks did you get
0: i haven't got any yellow Mm -hmm. mm-hmm mm-hmm
1: that seems to be the thing, Michael. The yellow are rare, right? They, uh, <laughs> you said it, not me. I'm not getting involved, but <laughs> the Field Nuts always have to make something about it. Which color is more rare? <laughs> so this is the conspiracy. I'm hoping that... The conspiracy that, is the yellows are hard to find.
0: I'm hoping that in my uh, my net... You know that like the second package that I have, because I've got like three three-packs, I hope that like, I have nine yellow ones just so I can like yep. lay them all down on a bed and lay on them <laughs> and take a picture for the Field Nuts <laughs> group, you know? yeah.
1: Ooh, that'd be great well good I, I'm uh I was interested in in what your thoughts were going to be on that because a lot of times we differ I mean we will um you know me more strongly anti than you on some of the releases but um we we definitely have different opinions on a lot of the releases but this is this was an easy one this was really really good release by yep. them so good job Jim and Aaron and Brian
0: so, I can't remember now because it what one it was, but it came My my subscription came with a little card, and I think it yeah. said that the next is the most ambitious they've ever done.
1: <laughs> they've been saying that for like a year now, yeah, okay, but it could be true. But they did say it's like not this, a true it, statement, like right? It's
0: a long time in the making. Well, so we'll see. Um, yeah. I guess they're all more and more ambitious than the last, right?
1: Well, just like this one was a long time in the making, like that video with Aaron and um, uh, the gentleman from Hamilton um was shot in july
0: 2014
1: yeah so yeah these it's it's a big project that they've uh that they've got and they do a good job
0: oh did you always. see those loot crate ones
1: yeah i was gonna put that in the show notes i thought that was pretty cool the confidential thing you yeah. know that's um that throws it back to like when i was a kid you know when you were a kid you know you didn't you always wanted that that private notebook Right. That's what I think of when I see those like either like a spy thing or like a, mm-hmm. a super personal thing. You know, you would either you'd get your notebook when you're a kid and you just write confidential and private and all these things on there. So I, I thought it was cool that they did that uh, for Loot Crate. And then they had like the um, what do you call it? Like the uh, the tape, the yellow uh, police tape kind of looking thing on there. It was They 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 have good designers. They do a good job. That's I'm true. assuming Aaron is involved in that. But their uh, their design work is really good.
0: Right, should we take a second break? Yeah, let's do and that. Talk about and, the uh, new stuff. Yep, yep, let's do that. This week's episode is also brought to you by MassDrop, an online community for enthusiasts of all kinds. From audio and electronics to quilting and cooking, it's a place for you to connect with people like you to discuss your favorite products and activities and buy them together. MassDrop represents a new type of online experience that combines community, content, and commerce. MassDrop offers its users a place where they can meet and connect over the products that they love, a forum where you can vote on and discuss the products you're passionate about, and a platform to connect directly with manufacturers and buy products together to get bulk pricing. They're not a flash deals website. They're not a flash sale website. They're not like a site like Groupon. The thing that is most important to the people over at Mashdrop is that they want to build communities around things that people love because that is what they are passionate about. Ultimately, they're here to help you by making the products you care about affordable and accessible and provide you with a platform to connect with other like-minded enthusiasts i know that group buys is something that's super important to people in the pen community some of the stuff that we want to spend our money on can be a bit expensive and buying in bulk can help make that a bit easier and this is where a service like Mashdrop that can help facilitate these types of things is actually something that's really cool for all of us I've checked it out myself over time. Brad's going to, in a minute, mention some stuff that he's seen recently. But they have brands like Pelican, Franklin Christoph. They have like 20-30% of brands like that. We heard, we spoke about Lamy last week. Brad, what have you seen uh, when, when poking around on Mashdrop?
1: So they surprise me at the depth they get into some of the brands. like Things I wouldn't expect to appear on the site show up. And I saw a note that they had the County Comm Embassy pin pop up on, on the site. And I was like, really? That, that surprises me just because it's not a very big brand. I mean, I talk about it. I've talked about it a lot in the past. I think it's an awesome pen. I really, really love mine and they have it up there right now and it's 43 bucks. And I mean, I think they regular retail for like 55 or 59. It's, it's a really good, it's a really good pen. I mean, it fits the, uh, the Parker style refills. I use it when I travel, I usually throw it in my backpack and put the Fisher space pen in it. And I've, I use it all the time for that type of thing. It'd be good to keep in the car, but I was just surprised to see not like a, just a tier one brand, you know, like pilot or, you know, Uniball or whatever, those types of products on there, they are really getting down into the products that the community's interested in. Like they say on the, their, their product page, they say drops chosen by the writing community. So between the different polls that they have and people suggesting products they should carry, you know, The County Comm Embassy pin ended up trickling to the top, and they worked it out to where they could get it in. Then they also have great stuff like the Retract from our friends at Karis Customs. I mean, for 35 bucks for the Retract, I mean, that's kind of a no-brainer. And they carry things like that. So it's, it's really interesting to see, and I'm just kind of getting into the whole Mass Drop thing, and it's interesting to see the products that pop up from time to time, and it's really good stuff. It's just not the regular stuff you see every day. And uh, they've done a really good job at at finding the right products for the uh for the community and I think that's a good I think that's a good thing.
0: This is something as Braz mentioned, it's totally worth checking out. This is the right type of thing for people like us. If you want to find out more, go to DRO.ps slash the addict and sign up right now. Thank you so much to Mashdrop for once again supporting this show and Relay FM. Awesome.
1: So um I got a couple of new pins in this week. One of them, which we've been waiting for and you're still waiting for, is the Nexus fountain pen. Please don't so even. You, <laughs> so you ordered the titanium and the titanium barrel. Um, the titanium barrel backers are super, super delayed. I think y'all are looking at the fall before you get the, before those ship.
0: Uh, but, really? I thought it said the end of
1: March. Oh, did it? Then they moved it, or I've read it wrong. So, Man, well, that's If good. it's the
0: four, I'm gonna go crazy.
1: No, 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 no! Don't, don't hold me to that. Okay, I would definitely uh, double check. So, I just want to—I my... want
0: to clarify something on this one quickly. Sure, sure. Because I—I um, I understand that things get late, like in in Kickstarter. I have many friends that have had Kickstarters, and things go wrong in them, and I understand that. My problem with this project is that. Every time they have an update, they have a shipping date, Yeah, and then they have another update, and the shipping date changes. Yeah. Like, it just continues to change. Like, time and time again, they're pushing it later and later and later. And I'm just at this point wondering, like, do you have any idea about the control over your product here?
1: Right. And we've actually, you and I, we've actually discussed that specific thing on this, and that's not... Yeah. That's not a good business practice. You know, people are already agitated and anxious that it's late. And then to continue to back yourself into a corner every time, you know, you put an actual date on something and then have to keep changing it, just does not breed goodwill. And um, so, yeah, but you know, hopefully they get it, hopefully they get it shipped soon because I think you're really going to like the pen. I think, in the end, hopefully the weight will be worth it because I'm finding that I do really enjoy mine. I have the uh, black model. I guess it's aluminum, but it's kind of got this satiny black finish on it. it it's really nice. They they actually they did a good job on the manufacturing. Um, I was worried. They shipped the um, ink cartridges. They shipped a short international ink cartridge, which every pin, and they put it inside the barrel. So a lot of them blew up during shipping, I guess, you know, probably different pressure, and who knows um, how how they actually shipped, and I was like, I was dreading opening my box that there's going to be like an explosion in the middle of the barrel, but mine arrived safe and sound, and the difference in mine is I ordered the titanium nib, and I've never owned a titanium nib before, and this these titanium nibs are made by Bach, which is a German manufacturer. They are excellent. I am super, super happy with this nib. The difference between it and a steel nib is it's actually a little bit softer. It's a little bit more flex in it. Like, I like a, I like a very firm nib, and that's why I use a lot of steel nibs. Um, this titanium is kind of somewhere in between, like, the steel and the gold. Like, gold feels very soft when you're writing with it, and steel feels very hard. And this is kind of in between. It's a really unique thing. You can tell a difference in how this pen writes. It's super smooth. Um... I think this is a medium nib. These mediums are fine. Medium. Um, but it's not an overly broad, wide medium. It's a very kind of straight-up medium, like you would get out of a Twisby. Um, Twisby used to use Bach nibs um, one time in the past. So I, I'm real happy with this pen. And um, when you get it, I think I think you will enjoy yours, Mike. This looks like a pen that's right up your alley. So hopefully... Um, the nasty taste in your mouth will go away once it arrives, and you get to start using it.
0: So it says about the thirty first of March, but that's for batch one. I mean, I have no idea what that means. Like, mm-hmm. am I in batch one? I have no idea. Like, yeah, ugh, God, this stuff. This <laughs> uh, I packed this in September, man. Like, I, well, Yeah. You know, well, if we're being
1: happen. if we're being honest about Kickstarter projects, I'm pretty disappointed in the um in writer's um, bullet journal at this point, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it kind of hadn't shown up, has it? No, it hasn't. (laughs) Not to totally hijack the show, but I was hoping we'd get those like towards the beginning of the year because that was late last fall. And, you know, just like every other Kickstarter project or majority of them, you know, manufacturing problems. So I keep checking in every now and then seeing where it's at, but we're not close to shipping yet. So
0: Nope. and Kickstarter man i'm really they, worried we, i'm really worried about our video you know
1: we could do a whole show on kickstarter couldn't we
0: i'm just like i'm terrified <laughs> something gonna do something wrong
1: oh i know I, yeah it it it's a little bit nerve-wracking but uh yeah
0: i hope you're building i hope you're making those cases
1: yeah not yet <laughs> not yet working on we're busy we're busy making babies at the knock shop
0: oh yeah congratulations <laughs> mr Brookwicky. that's right what mr. what Brookwicky. was his name again Proud, Brookwicky. Proud. yeah Congratulations, Wookiee.
1: Yes, proud papa. The ba- the the baby popped out full beard. So yeah, we're
0: good. Good, exactly as you'd want.
1: Yes, yeah. But no, everything is is well with Mama and baby. So congratulations to to Jeff, and uh, I can't wait to get up and see the little guy. So he looks like a cutie. All right, so I got one more pin, and I want to talk about it because the uh, the purchase the purchase e the person I purchased it from is in the chat room today, his name is Punky. I bought it from him in the Pen Slack channel, which anyone can request an invite to, and I need to talk to you about getting that, uh, finding how to automatically set that up so people can just register themselves. But um, I got the orange Sailor 1911 that I've been looking at for years. Just one of those pens that's always been on my list because it's beautiful. Um, It's a bright, bright orange um, resin barrel. In the larger size, I like the Pro Gear size of the Sailor uh, 1911 series instead of the Pro Gear Slims, which is the smaller, um, often referred to as the Sapporo. So this is pretty much a normal size pen. It's just really, really beautiful—the orange and black um, yeah, highlights remedy, and man. rhodium trim. And Punky sold it to me, saying it, it's a fine nib. Which is really, really fine for Japanese. Japanese fine nibs are very fine, and he sold it to me saying it's a dry writer. And I've had experience with Sailor pens, and they can be a little bit dry, and I actually prefer that. So it was good to have that conversation with him. This pen wouldn't be for everybody; some others would not like it. So when I got it, I wanted to see how dry it really wrote. So I put in a really dry ink to just kind of compound it and just see what it's all about and it writes very dry but it's very smooth and the ink is um the ink flows very nicely but it's it's pretty much like a Japanese extra fine nib which is definitely not for everybody I mean that's a extraordinarily fine nib when I say Japanese extra fine it's almost nothing that you've ever experienced but I've used several of them I enjoy that type of feel in my pen. So you're gonna see a lot of this uh Sailor Pro Gear Orange. I'm very happy with it. So thank you, Punky, for selling me that. Um well I, I think I thank you for selling me that because you know that whole um Um New Year's resolution about not buying many pins before the Atlanta Pin Show didn't really didn't really happen this year. Not so thank you anyway. Yeah, I've kinda of gone off the deep end. But um there's still more pens to come. It's only like three, three and a half weeks away. Right,
0: Mike? Oh boy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's coming soon. So we're going to talk about that for next, next week's podcast. We'll have Mm -hmm. the Atlanta Pin show pregame with Anna next week. So, all right. So so I I want to get to one more big topic today, Mike, Mm -hmm. that I want to get into. um, But you want to talk about our last sponsor of the show.
0: I will indeed. This episode is brought to you by Bushel. Bushel is a cloud-based mobile device management solution for the Mac, iPhone, and iPad. It allows you to take control of the devices that you have for people that work in your business or your team. But what makes Bushel different is that you don't have to read a bunch of IT books to understand how to use it. What Bushel does is it allows you to take Apple devices, iPhones, iPads, and Macs, and uh, say you run a team or you own a small company and, and you know everybody in your company is using those devices, whether you you supply them or they have them themselves and you want to be able to install apps on their devices that they need for work you want to be able to set them up with email accounts and stuff that they're going to need to work maybe you have security settings that you need to put on there like passcodes and stuff like that or maybe if you know if somebody loses their device you want to be able to wipe it for them remotely so they don't lose company data and stuff this is what Busho allows you to do they have a really simple really clean easy to understand user interface puts great power at your fingertips it's like a, it's a super powerful tool Tool that doesn't need a dedicated IT manager like many of these types of services do. You can in, when you install apps remotely onto people's devices you don't even need to plug them in you can even ring fence them so if you have like um, secure customer data in an app and you don't want it to leave an app like let's say for example you use Dropbox or Google Drive or Box or something in your business and you want just the documents that are within that app to remain within that app you're actually able to ring fence them so they can't be put elsewhere it's really really powerful stuff Bushel is great for if you provide devices it's great for if people bring their own devices to work because you can set up all of these cool features and you can set up their devices with all the security profiles and email accounts and calendars and all that sort of stuff without touching any of their personal data. You don't override anything. You don't delete anything. And if these people leave your company, you can wipe all of just the business-specific data off their device remotely. You never touch their phone. You never touch their in- their personal stuff either. It's really, really incredible stuff. It, but what Bushel does is it allows for simple automatic setup of Apple devices in your workplace it allows you to simply configure and manage them without having to devote all of the needs of an IT manager with Bushel you get all of the control that you need for your business about having to lose all of your time you can sign up for Bushel right now at bushel.com/thepenaddict do you want to so, the full the full name for this one Bushel.com slash the The first three devices you register will be free for life. And for any more, it's just two dollars per device per month. So super awesome deal. Thank you so much to Bushel for supporting this show and Real AFM.
1: So I love hearing about companies like this because it wasn't that long ago where tools like this were not available to the small business guy, at least not affordably and easily. So thank you, Bushel, for for sponsoring this show. And I, I think it's just a really, really interesting product and I, I love hearing about that type of stuff so awesome.
0: Yeah. It's like the people that have built it, they have experience building this stuff on a way, way larger scale than this. So right. they boiled it down to make it like super accessible for people that just don't want to spend the time learning like a really, really complicated tool. It's it's this is perfect for small business owners. Perfect. Yeah,
1: that's great. All right. So I updated my top five PINS list this week and we talked about some of the changes I was going to make and I implemented them um, this week. So what the change was is I kinda moved the list away from my favorites and the pens I'm using the most frequently over the past time period between the last update and the current update of the top five pens list into a straight recommendation page for different categories of pens, papers, inks, things like that. And the reason I did that is because I was causing more confusion um, than I had intended with kind of cross-pollinating what's my recommendation, what's a Brad favorite, and how are these different, and how does this apply to me, the reader, reading it. So I wanted to add some clarity in it. So it's been really well received as far as the new format. The feedback has been, I love the new format. I understand why you did it. I don't like not having your personal touch on it. And I knew that was gonna happen. I I was I was actually kind of hoping that would be the feedback. I like what you did, I see why you did it. I missed this other part where it had like the personal touch to it. And I explained that in the post that going forward, I'm gonna take those personal items and those are gonna be more regular blog blog posts. So there'll be some different types of posts coming up where I talk about, you know, my top three or five blue-black inks, I took that list compl- completely off. You know, I some of the high-end fountain pen stuff like the Nakaya or like the list of pens, my current pens that I'm using, uh, my favorite pens that I'm using right now, that list is off. Because I can talk about that on the blog separately because that's more of a constant changing Type of thing like there's change in the top five recommendations list, but there's usually not wide sweeping changes. The pins I use for month to month. There's often wide sweeping changes. There'll be a pin. I'll live for for a month or two. I can't get it out of my hands and then I won't use it for six months. So there's an opportunity there for regular blog posts to have that sp- stuff specific to me, the personal stuff that people really actually do come to this list for and want to see some more of that. And then. The top five pens page will be more of a pure recommendation. These are the best pens in these categories for a wide range of people, if you will. So um, that that's kind of the way it went. And a lot of the list, you know, the one of the biggest changes is I ripped the fountain pen stuff out and started that from scratch. So Now I have a top five fountain pens under 50, top five fountain pens between 50 and 100, and a top five fountain fountain pens between 100 and 200 that seems to be like more than enough of a range for anyone looking at a top five list where before I kind of did you know the kind of the what I say the no-brainer fountain pens just like something that's getting into fountain pens someone that's getting into fountain pens can just look at this list and purchase something and know they're going to get something uh, that's good quality and then the some brainer fountain pens which were like that was more of a personal favorites list, like it listed in Akaya or a Mirror X or things like that, things that you had to put a lot of thought into it. That didn't really serve its purpose in the top five lists. These types of lists, I think, serve better what people are looking for. Um, I also, in fountain pen inks and paper, instead of saying, what's my favorite, what's the most highly recommended fountain pen ink, or most recommended paper. I did it by brand because I didn't think it was really right to sort it by color. If that makes sense for what this list is trying to accomplish, you should know that if you're going to buy Pilot oroshizuku ink, you're going to get a great ink that performs well, behaves well, is easy to clean. You can just pick whichever color speaks to you. There's no reason for me to put a you know Pilot Erushizuku Conpeki on there. That doesn't serve the meaning of this list same thing with paper you know i put rhodia down there rhodia makes awesome paper no matter which style you buy so you find the style that speaks to you the most the type is it the graph paper blank line dot grid you know top bound staple bound there's a million different things i don't need to narrow it down that much just know that if you're going to buy rhodia it's going to be really good paper so those were kind of the biggest changes and um like I said, I think the the feedback was super positive. People want to see more of my personal stuff, so I'm gonna start. Um, I'll either start it this week or I might wait till April 1st. I'm gonna start logging what I use every day into a notebook, so I can have at least a monthly post of here's the stuff I used the most over the past month because I think people want to see that too. So, what are your what are your thoughts on these changes?
0: Um. I'm happy that you've you've gone down this route uh because I think it makes sense for people as we were talking about last week for people that are coming to your website right mm-hmm. um because they're not necessarily there with you I like that it's kind of like a notes from the editor mm-hmm. that's kind of how I look at it like it's like editor's note right um
1: yeah, under each little section, I have a little note if I uh, if I feel I have something additional to add, and that's more from a personal perspective.
0: I'm very very happy you have buy links, although there doesn't appear to be any affiliates on them.
1: Unless... Well, that yeah, that's a conversation we can have uh, offline, but there's not direct affiliates to the places that I link to.
0: Okay. I understand that. That makes sense because you go to specialized places. It's not. It's not Amazon a lot of this stuff. So makes exactly, sense.
1: exactly. I mean, I could go in and,
0: and find
1: anything that's on Amazon, but that's just don't don't do that. You no need for that.
0: Servicing people, I think. But yeah, having buy buttons Agreed. is is a good thing. Um, mm-hmm.
1: Actually, I've gotten some good comment on that, um, which I was surprised. I'm not. You know, I shouldn't be surprised, but it was like, oh, thanks for doing that. I was like, oh, okay, good. I'm glad someone finds that useful.
0: I guess one of the things is one of your sponsors is someone that you're sending it to a lot, right? So it kind of just, I'm sure it all ties in for JetPens, right? Because that's where yes. most of this stuff is.
1: Right. So probably out of the buy links, I, I don't have a count. It's got to be greater than 75% go to JetPens. Um, just because that's where you can get a lot of this stuff. And uh, I'm happy to support them. They support me. And so, yeah, I mean, it certainly helps out uh, certainly helps out the pen addict as a whole and allows me to um, do things like... Hire additional writers when I need to.
0: You have a uh, missing close bracket on oh. field notes for the buy. Okay. All
1: right. I will fix that. I keep... There's definitely uh, a few things I've had to go and fix. Uh, oh, I see another natural. one now. I see a second one, too. Um, Right above... that, In the section above that, there's another one. So, yes, I will go back in and get those. But uh, uh good. I'm glad you I, feel that it's generally... I
0: think, cool. I think the list is great. Um like because i think it's it's clear like you've got you've made some changes here that i think are great just in general um i like the new descriptions for the lists and stuff i think yeah i i think so, yeah. this is, i think this is all around a really really great addition and i think it's a a, a nice evolution for a page that i can I, I assume will will grow even bigger and bigger over time
1: yeah so that was the goal in this this update was clarity because it had kind of lost its way in the past year and was kind of, um, you know, didn't have a a real definition on why this page existed. And uh, I think this uh, helped added clarity to that. And, you know, I'm definitely looking for feedback. And, you know, there's always more changes to be made. So um, if you have any feedback, you know, definitely let me know. And uh, I'm happy to uh, talk about it and see when I can get implemented. But I'm happy with how it turned out, and uh, we'll keep moving forward with it. And I'm happy to now be able to do some additional stuff on the regular blog post with my personal stuff, which I enjoy writing so one about that I'd instead like of just, see, like, blurbing.
0: But... One thing I'd like to see, mm? more work for you, um, for there <laughs> to be a a header image for each category, which has, a, a, like, just one photo with all five items in it. That's not a bad idea. And, like, okay. a little number under each item. Okay just so you can see them. I mean, again, it's, it's not necessary, but I think it would mm-hmm. be nice. I think it will help. Uh, I think it will help the visual flow of the page as well. Um, true. Cause I think some people might not know what they're looking for by the names that you give them or the names that they are called, mm-hmm. but you know, they might yeah. look at it and be like, Oh, I know what that means. You know, so maybe, yeah, now- maybe even like on a piece of paper, it's got a little squiggly line of uh, demonstrating of demonstration of the line of whatever or something. Like
1: yeah. That. I think that's a great idea. And, um, yeah, so I'm gonna need everyone to click on those buy links so I can now afford a photographer for all the extra work that Mike has just handed me. Cool, man. <laughs> <laughs> but I, it's actually a wonderful idea. It's I'm just an ideas guy. Work.
0: I basically just like to give you more work every time I look at this list.
1: Yeah, anytime you say photography, I cringe because that's just a crap ton of work. It's a lot of work, and I am so jealous of people who are like really good photographers, like the two people that write for the Pen Act, uh, Jeff Abbott and Susan Pickett. They are they put me to shame, and I love having them because I just drool over their photography. So your writing well staff, your team, my writing staff.
0: Don't editorial. Ever, please, please never let them do illustrations. <laughs> Why? Because then we end up with oh, crazy things. <laughs> We
1: end up with a uh, crazy... Uh, Terrifying Brad eyes. Crazy rabies Brad. <laughs> rabies Brad. Oh, no. Oh, Brad. All right, man. Before I get in trouble, we yep. should wrap this thing up.
0: If you want to find the show notes for this week's episode, head on over to relay.fm slash the pen addict uh, relay.fm slash pen addict slash 147. Thanks again to our sponsors this week, Dudek Modern Goods, Bushel, and Mash Drop. My name is Mike Curley. I am at imike, I-M-Y-K-E, on Twitter and Instagram. And I am joined, as always, by the editor-in-chief of <laughs> of penaddict.com, Mr. Brad Dowdy. He is at Dowdy, dowdyism, D-O-W-D-Y-I-S-M, on Twitter. And he is penaddict on Instagram. We'll both be back next week. And we'll be joined by our good friend, Anna, to talk all about the upcoming pen show. We're doing that next week because then I'm away for a week. And then i in Atlanta, baby. We're nearly there. Whoop Thank whoop. you so much for listening. Until next time, say goodbye, Brad. Goodbye, Brad.